Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit vcrnow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show talking about football in Texas today. Well, you get it? Yeah. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley underscore pickle 12. That is my Twitter handle, or X handle, or whatever handle. Um, Hi, friends. Today is Thursday? Thursday, August 31st, 2023. Oh, that's right. It's the last day of August. August 31st, 2023. It is 84 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker's 52 today. Happy birthday to Chris Tucker. Okay. Do you know who Chris Tucker is? Uh, No. The Rush Hour movies? Uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Friday. I yeah. Fifth Element, which awesome. Okay. Anyway, happy 52nd birthday to Chris Tucker. It's episode 1,638. 40. 40. Almost. <laughs> On today's show, folks. Let's not go back to like Tuesday. Big show. <laughs> big, 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 big show. We got uh, my top 10 Texas high school football games in week two. Then we'll be joined by On the Phone Line Live. From, by Danny Youngs, the head coach of the Brenham Cubs, the 1-0 Brenham Cubs, as they take on Belton this week. Excited to talk to Coach Youngs 
about what's going on down there in the Brazos Valley. In the back half of the show, the picks, my high school football predictions for week two of the Texas high school football season. We'll have all that coming for you on this program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was um, uh, <laughs> runny refried beans, Tony Blaylock, Aaron Arbuckle, and Zill0678. Welcome in, friends. I like refried beans, but runny just doesn't. Mm, I don't, mm, don't no, love that. No, it's not going to work for me. Not going to work for me. All right, Pickle. It is, in fact, Thursday, which means it's game day. It is game week, day. Week two, the Texas high school football season starts tonight. Games all across the state. And so why don't we take a look at week two of the 2023 Texas high school football season with my top 10 Texas high school football games of the week. Boom. Many of which you can find on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. And of course, we'll have complete coverage of the biggest games across the state of Texas on Dave Campbell's Texas Football Tonight, 7.30 p.m. Friday on TexanLive.com and on YouTube. So make sure you check that out. We'll start in the top left. How about a game uh, between two number one teams? The number one team in 5A Division II, the Melissa Cardinals, visit the number one team in 4A Division One, the China Spring Cougars. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about this in the picks video, so mm -hmm. I will keep my powder dry for that. Stay tuned for that. But I will tell you that this game ultimately comes down to how well, in my opinion, China Spring can match up up front against mm -hmm. Melissa. Um, this is a Melissa team that looked really good in Week 1 in their win over Argyle. Uh, can they continue to throw their weight around against a two-time defending state champ in China Spring? We will find out in McLennan County. The Live other thing on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. What? Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Our friends uh, Drake uh, Troll and uh, Cameron Stewart are going to be joining uh, us on Texan uh, Live. Yeah, if you remember uh, back to our segment of some of the best radio broadcasts from last oh. year, uh, Drake reached out and was like, hey, We'd love to, to give you all the game on Texan Live. So we are incredibly excited to have the, those two joining us. The official mm -hmm. the official broadcasters of Dave Camp of Texas football today. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable saying that. Yes. There are we love Gavin and we we, <laughs> we love all our Texan Live guys. But I gotta be honest. Those We're two up. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be great. So anyway. yeah, catch that one on Texan Live. How about that? Battle of number one teams. Then let's go to Denton. Big game between top 10 squads as the number one team in 5A Division One, the Alito Bearcats, take on the number nine team in 6A, the Denton Geyer Wildcats. Fascinating game in this one. Uh, Alito looked every bit the part of the number one team in 5A Division One uh, last last week, and I am excited to see what happens when they when they took on Paris Piscopal last week. Looked really good. Hoss Haney was fantastic. Uh, they did a little bit of everything and were they were one of the big winners I thought from week one. Very impressed with what they were able to do. Um, now. They are taking on, going on the road to take on Denton Geyer. Denton Geyer is a bigger school than they are. And the other thing about them is that they are, but they're working in a lot of new pieces, right? Including new quarterback, Logan McLaughlin, who looked pretty good, I would say, in their opener. Um, he settled in into their game. Um, this was a, to me, this is going to be a, a real litmus test for exactly how far along in the reload Geyer is. Furthermore, I think, you know, Parish Episcopal is really talented. I wonder about this Geyer secondary. I wonder if it's better than Parish Episcopal's, which may prove to be a bigger challenge to Haas Haney in this Alito offense. Figures to be a lot of fun. Very excited about that one. Alito and Denton Geyer. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Wow! I can't believe it. 
We're getting bangers this week, folks. I, I actually can't believe it, but that's not here nor there. Now, let's move down to 3A. In Grandview, America, a top eight team, top ten matchup, I should say, in the 3A ranks as the Malakoff Tigers visit the Grandview Zebras for what feels like the 170th time in the last three years. Uh, this is actually, I believe, the ninth meeting between them in the last five years. Uh, they have gotten to know each other extremely well. That's crazy. And both teams looked really good in week one. Yeah. Grandview took apart Glen Rose. Grandview looked like 2019 Grandview. Yes. Like back on their back on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. They looked really good. Wide receiver Carter Collins was fantastic uh and he uh he had, he had a touchdown receiving and three interceptions. He was all over the place. They looked the part. And then there's Malakoff and Malakoff looked fantastic last week as well. Uh they have a quarterback named Mike Jones. Mike Jones? Please who? Say, four backs who ran for at least 45 yards last week. They're going to spread the ball around. Fascinating game. Grandview has never lost to Malakoff in the regular season. Uh, but Malakoff is 2-1 and one in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So take that with a grain of salt. Now let's go to a little bit of six-man action. I like a this one. top 10 matchup in 1A as the number three Jayton Jaybirds take on the number four Klondike Cougars. I'm fascinated by this game in 1A Division 2. Yeah, that first, rules. First and foremost, these are these are two teams that I think are on that short list of, of state title contenders. Again, we, we've talked about this, about how Benjamin feels like this looming threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say that these both these teams look really good in their opener. Jayton got a nice win over Garden City. Klondike was one of the real surprises of Week 1. They took down Happy mm-hmm. and looked really good doing that. Coach Dalton DeGraffenreid uh, has really kind of uh, gotten this team, gotten this program into a place where they can threaten pretty much anybody. He's still probably not even 30 yet. I know. <laughs> I really like their playmaker, Creed Warren. He's a guy to keep an eye on that I'm interested to see uh, what he does in this game against a, again, a certified state championship contender uh, in Jayton. Uh, this is a co- coach, J- Josh Stanlin's been there for what feels like forever. They've got his his kid at the quarterback spot, Sean Stanlin, and another playmaker in Aiden Salazar. This is a really interesting matchup. I will say this. One of these teams is going to have a dynamite two-game resume after this. One of these teams is going to have one of the best resumes in six-man football. Uh, fascinating game there in the six-man ranks. Let's bounce back up to the top. How about this one uh, in Turner Stadium in Humble, uh, a top 10 matchup in Class 6A as the number five Katy Tigers visit the number 10 Humble Task Seed Eagles. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Wow. Uh, this one just rules. This one's going to be fantastic. Um, I don't care where you're from in the state. This one just rules. Katy, uh, a real sorting game in 6A. Uh, this could be, if things break right, a task seed will go Division One. Katy could go D1 or D2. Good to be a matchup. First of two meetings. Katie looked real Katie-like for about three quarters before Clear Springs kind of figured some things out against them late. Uh, what do they do when they take on this really high-powered attack from Atascacita uh, with their quarterback, Zion Brown? They've got Jelani Watkins on the outside. they got a big-time running back in Tory Blaylock. This team is loaded, and you know they're going to be good up front. Uh, a lot of this is how how well the, the new running back, uh, Romel, do, 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 he said to himself, uh, don't start a sentence without knowing how it's going to end, Greg. Uh, the new running back for Katie, it looks very Katie running back. It's Romel Jordan is his name. Uh, fascinating to see how this game matches up. Tascacita has never beaten Katie. 
but I think there's an argument to be made that they mm-hmm. are the favorite in this one. Fascinating game uh, there, Katie and Atascacita. Let's bounce back up to the DFW Metroplex in the matchup of number two teams in 5A as the number two team in 5A Division One, the Lancaster Tigers, take on the number two team in 5A Division Two, the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears, the two-time defending two at 5A Division Two state champs. Uh, I probably don't need to tell you guys, South Oak Cliff is 0-1. They lost to Duncanville last week. Um, but, uh, again, that's a team that's much bigger than them and, and punching way, 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 way up. up. Matt Stepp made the argument, and I agree with it, uh, that I don't think there's a team in 5A Division two, including number one Melissa, that can stay within three touchdowns of Duncanville. Yeah, I um, mean, it's just such a gap. Now, the growth, you know, one thing I will say is that this is a team, this is a team that we knew was going to be working in a lot of pieces. This is an opportunity to show that they are going to be reloading because this is this is more of a team that is in their weight class. It's still a 5A D1, but still a team within their weight class. This is a Lancaster team that is loaded with talent. Corey and Gibson, Kwan Lacey, uh, Ty Eric Martin. This team is loaded with playmakers. This is an opportunity, I think, for the South Oak Cliff defense to prove that they've made a, a leap. And I also think that this would be a real feather in the cap for Lancaster, for Coach Leon Paul and company. I think they got an opportunity to really make some noise, uh, especially if they can get that offense going. I thought they looked really good last week in their opener. Uh, what happens whenever they take on a South Oak Cliff team that is looking to avoid another 0-2 start. So, uh, really interested in seeing how this one shakes out. Uh, and one of these teams, especially if Lancaster, they would, have, you know, they beat Skyline last week. That's a resurgent Skyline team, but still, I think they're better than them. This mm-hmm. is their first real, real test of the year as Lancaster takes on South Oak Cliff. Let's go to Austin uh, in, in on, on the lake down there in Austin as the number uh, cross-regional matchup is the number 11 team in 6A. The Sybil Steel Knights take on the number 12 team in the uh, in 6A, the Lake Travis Cavaliers. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Shocking, shocking, shocking. This is fascinating stuff here. Lake Travis, these are two teams that... I think had very disparate types of wins in week one. Lake Travis uh, won their clunker. They didn't look awesome against Arlington Martin, but the defense kind of uh, held their own, and then they got some big plays late uh, from their quarterback, uh, Caden Leon. Can they find some more offensive consistency against a team that looked every bit the part of a state championship contender in Cibolo Steel last week against San Antonio Brennan. My goodness, they looked good. Uh, they're loaded for bear. Uh, they've got playmakers all over the place. Quarterback Chad Warner looks like he's in complete command of this offense, and the defense pitched a shutout against Brennan. Can Steel go on the road to Austin and bring a win home to the Alamo City? That would be a real... You want to talk about the hype train getting going. If Steel can pull off this win, that would be very, very impressive. That's a huge game on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Let's go out east. I like this. Uh, this is a this is a real underrated match. Uh, this could be I a hip. This is a hipster match. This matchup. is real little hipstery. As the number five team in three A Division two, the Hooks Hornets take on the number four team in two A Division one, the Cooper Bulldogs. Uh, really intrigued by this. I'm a big fan of Hooks. I have been on their bandwagon for for a hot minute here, and I think that they've got an opportunity to uh, to, to really make some noise. What they did last week, uh, beating remember they beat Harmony last week in their opener and looked really good doing it. Now, now from what we understand, this did come at a cost for them. This is a uh, this is a, a a 
they lost their quarterback, from what I understand, uh, in in Trip Basinger, who went out with an injury. Can uh, they ended up turning to the sophomore Ripken Bird or Ripken Birdwell uh, to move over to the quarterback spot? Can he? Uh, step up in a big way. That is going to be one thing to keep an eye on. They're going to need more from from the sophomore quarterback as he steps in. I believe that's the way that it broke, unless it was basing her who stepped in. Whatever the case is, they're on their backup quarterback, but they looked really good defensively last week. Now taking on a Cooper squad that I think is flying under people's radar, but this team is legit. Looked really good in their win over Grand Saline, but they're there, in my opinion, better than Grand Saline, but it's when you dive into the numbers that you get really impressed. They ran for almost 370 yards last week. They ran for eight and a half yards a carry last week. Cannon Ingram, Markel Smith, DeWine uh, Denson, this team is ready for their close-up. Uh, this is going to be another, the, one of these teams is going to come away with a really impressive win. Uh, Hooks is the bigger team. They probably are the, have the advantage in this one, but Cooper's ability to run the ball, I think, is going to be a real equalizer in this one. How well do they match up up front against a bigger Hooks team? That'll be interesting to see. Let's go to the Panhandle. Another top 10 matchup across classifications as the number uh, the number seven team in 3A Division One, the Bushland Falcons, take on the number one team in 3A Division Two, the Canadian Wildcats there at Wildcat Stadium up there in Canadian. So Canadian played a team from Oklahoma last week and kind of took them apart. Um, one fifty-five, nothing. They're just a lot better than them. I don't know. I, I don't know a ton about Seminole, Oklahoma, uh, but I, from what I understand, that would be the equivalent of them playing like a like a, a small four A team. Yeah. Um, and but again, so still punching up, but still punching up, but they're just better. Than better, them, yeah. Plain and simple. Cameron Cavalier. Texas. Cameron Cavalier <laughs> looked really good. It was the debut of uh, of their their coach Andy Cavalier, uh, and he's a he's a winner in their opener. That was they looked really good in the, in their win, and and nothing no, nothing really to, to write home about. Just a good win. Defense, of course, pitched a shutout, holding them to just uh, holding Seminole to just seventy three yards total offense. Love the quarterback matchup in this one because Bushland's got a dude, Dawson Jaco. He is on my short list of favorite players. This kid's awesome. I don't know what it is about panhandle quarterbacks. Between him and uh, and and then my boy Armando Luan at, at Sunray. Yes. They've got a huge game this week against Stratford, mm-hmm. by the way. But Bush, this game is fascinating. D- Dawson Jaco was exceptional in a wild back-and-forth affair that you guys had, uh, that we had on Valley Sports Southwest uh, with uh, against Canyon West Plains. Can the defense step up in this one? It's hard to walk into Canadian and get a win. That's why I think I like Canadian in this one, but this game should be really, really interesting. And finally, because this is Tepper's top 10 Texas High football games of the week, I can go a little bit off the board. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about another fascinating uh, matchup in the six-man ranks. As the number two team in 1A Division One, the Abbott Panthers, take on the number one team in the private school six-man ranks, the... Fort Worth Covenant Classical Cavaliers, who are 1-0 and looking pretty good. They they drilled Westlake Academy last year. If you're unfamiliar with uh, Classical, they have been a they have been a program that has been on the rise the past couple of years. Began the year number one in our private school uh, six-man rankings, and they have got some playmakers. Blake Schroeder, uh, Logan Clifton, Luke Evans. They're loaded. Uh, they are coming off of a, a run, a 12-1 and season, and they bring back ev- all but one starter. They're 1-0 and to start the year. Taking on Abbott, who looked good in their win over, over Blum last week, which makes... Um, 
which makes Ashley pick a little bit sad because I know does. she loves Bloom. I, I, everyone knows I, I love our Abbott Panthers, but I also love Bloom. I know you love Bloom. Blum. We know, we know, you, we know you love Bloom. Uh, but they got a sixty-two to fourteen win over Bloom last week. Uh, Paxton Pajowski was the real. Uh, Paxton Pajowski and Braden Pajowski were the real stars of the show here. Riley Sestala threw for a pair of touchdowns. It was a real balanced attack I thought from this uh, from this team uh, Mason Hell was was getting involved as well it was a real balanced attack I think this game is a real test for both defenses because both offenses are hitting on all cylinders so if you're into the six man ranks and an interesting kind of private school versus public school matchup Abbott and Fort Worth Covenant Classical is worth your time there it is my top 10 Texas high school football games in week two of course you can watch live round the state coverage of Texas high school football on Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight Friday night 7 30 p.m. on texanlive.com and on YouTube that was a good list thanks mm-hmm. I came up with it myself well so I just teppers at the top Yes, I saw that. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up in just a moment, we'll talk with Brenham head coach Danny Youngs about his Cubs' date with Belton this week. But first, a word from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Back here on Texas Football Today, uh, getting ready for week two of the Texas high school football season. There are big games everywhere you look across the state. We're really excited about it. We're going to have a ton of great coverage on TexasFootball.com and, of course, on Dave Campbell's Texas Football Tonight, coming to you 7.30 p.m. Friday night on TexanLive.com and on 
YouTube. But first, Pickle, there's another big game going on this week. Many of them, but one of them involving a pair of 1-0 and teams. Let's go to the hotline, Pickle, and let's talk with the head coach of the Brenham Cups. We're joined uh, by Coach Danny Youngs. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm excellent. How are things in beautiful Brenham, Texas? Oh, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have to imagine that's the, that's par for the course uh, around there. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's everywhere. You know, it, you know, we practice in the morning, so it seems cooler. But man, you get in the afternoon, that sun just beaming down on us. Uh, let me ask you a little bit about your your start last week. Last week, you guys take on a six A 6A program in Conroe Oak Ridge, a good one, a talented one, and come away with a sixteen to seven win uh, to move to one and zero on the young on the young season. What do you feel like maybe you learned about your team last week uh, with your big win? Well, I think you know it kind of went down the same as the year before did, and you know we kind of wore down in the second half, and they hit a couple big plays on us and. Uh, you know, went on to beat us by 10. This year, you know, we go into halftime up 7 nothing, and we're telling the kids, like, look, you got to play 48 minutes. Like, they're not going to quit. They're going to keep pounding the football and playing great defense. And, you know, they went out and scored on that first drive, and it was a chance for us to lay down or stand up and fight back. And, you know, I think two plays later, we hit them with the long touchdown pass and uh, went back up 7. And so, you know, from that point on, the kids really rallied behind each other and, battle and fought and held on for a tough win. And so I was really proud that, you know, we finished the game and played uh, four quarters. Uh, one of the, the real stars of this this game last week was your defense. You guys hold down a pretty explosive Oak Ridge team to just uh, seven points. Uh, we knew that this was going to be the more experienced side of your of your ball, uh, of, of your team, uh, with guys like Cade Moore uh, and, and Miguel Rodriguez. Uh, what did you see from your defense last week that has you encouraged? Well, you know, we were short a few guys, so we had some other guys that were kind of, you know, not guys you thought were going to be out there week one and, and stepped up and played really big roles. And, you know, so I couldn't be proud of those guys. And I, I tweeted this out to all our kids and parents that it truly was a team win in all three phases of the game. You know, the defense did their part. Special teams did their part. I think we played, you know, pretty even in special teams and offense, hit the big plays when we needed it. And, uh, you know, each week, uh, had different challenges to it, and it was a week for the defense to stand up and, you know, you know, hold the fort down, and they did a great job, and, you know, it was just truly a team effort. Uh, there were coming into the year. Uh, we know you guys had some. Uh, let's just say there was a, a vacancy at quarterback. Ryan Wooten off to the next level. Uh, and and the last week, uh, Jordan Harvey, your junior quarterback, uh, stepped in and and. Played pretty well, 173 yards, a pair of touchdown passes, took care of the football. Uh, what can you tell us about this young man, Jordan Harvey, uh, and, and his, uh, his command of the offense? Uh, he went through a really, really tough quarterback battle through spring football in the summer and earned the job, you know, going into the fall. And so he was battle-tested from having to deal with that every day. But he's really, a, you know, a big play guy. So one thing that we uh, – you know, constantly preaching to him and Coach Lopez talks to him about every day is take care of the football. It's okay to punt sometimes. And, you know, we, we pride ourselves on being good on defense, and we absolutely want to score as many points as we can. But sometimes when you play uh, a team like Oak Ridge with the talent they had on defense, it's okay to punt it. Just throw it away, you know, tuck it and run, get what you can. And uh, he did a great job of managing the football and taking what they gave him. And when the big play was there, you know, he hit the big play, and, you know, he, he did a great job. And the reason we won that game is 
because we won the turnover battle three to none. And uh, he was a big part of that. Talking with Danny Young, the head coach of the Brenham Cubs here on Texas Football Today. You can involve the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, you're there in your second year now there uh, at Brenham with the Cubs after a, a, a successful run uh, at, at, at some other programs. I'm interested in what maybe you know now about this job that you didn't know if we were asking you a year ago. What, what have you learned about this job there in Brenham? Well, I'll tell you, it's the first time I've been in a one-horse town. Uh, it was in a multi-school district in Brazoswood. When I was at Hershey, it was a multi-school district. So it's the first time I've been in, you know, where everybody was a cub. Everybody's wearing green. Everybody's pulling, you know, from every school for the same uh, logo. And it, that's, that's Brenham. Brenham is all about the Brenham Cub and Cub Ads, and it's a special uh, it's a special place to be in a town that uh, supports their athletics like this town does. The expectations are really high, and uh, that's great. We like that as coaches. We want the high expectations, but you also have a community, a school board, and uh, you know just an entire alumni association. Everybody pulling for the Brenham Cubs, and this place is special. Uh, you guys are going to be road warriors this week, uh, getting in a bus and driving about two hours north up to Belton to Tiger Field uh, to Tiger State Tiger Field to take on uh, the one and zero Belton Tigers. I don't want to ask you to give away your game plan here on the air, but when you take a look at what you guys are going to be up against on Friday night against Belton, uh, what do you see? Well, we saw them twice last year. We played them in the regular season, of course, and then we met them in the second round of the playoffs. You know, and it's hard to be the team that won both of them sometimes because you go back and watch that film and you feel like you were successful in what you did. They're getting to go back and look at it and adjust off what, uh, you know, what they didn't execute on or what they didn't work. And so you, you, you kind of got to look at how are they going to attack you and, and uh, you know, what are they going to do different. And you're doing a little guesswork because you really only have one film on them. And they have a different quarterback this year, and he's a very talented young man. Uh, dual threat quarterback does a great job throwing the ball, does a great job uh, running the football, and he's a coach's kid. So that brings a whole other, uh, uh, you know, amount of problems to the table for the defense. And they're bringing back eight kids on defense from last year. So, you know, it's going to be a battle. It's two really well-matched teams, and uh, it's, it's going to be a battle on Friday night. He's Danny Youngs. He's the head coach of the 1-0 Brenham Cubs. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the win last week, and uh, go get another one tomorrow. Absolutely. Thank you very much, and go Cubs. There he goes. Danny Youngs, head coach of the Brenham Cubs, joining us here, Texas football today. Uh, a really interesting matchup there. And, and again, two programs that I think have aspirations to take that next step, mm-hmm. know each other pretty well. Uh, I think that this is an opportunity for one of them to really set the tone and say, no, you know what, 2-0, and we're, we're legit. You know, that yep. win last week over a 6A Conroe Oak Ridge team is, uh, is impressive. And to do it in kind of a, a gritty way, a gutty way, mm-hmm. um, impresses me a lot. So. Well, yeah, the fact that the, ki- the, the student-athletes stuck with it too, mm-hmm. to then go out there and especially if they can get – you know, even just like a touchdown win, not take it down to the wire, that's going to build a ton of confidence in the program moving forward. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. So we appreciate Danny Youngs, the head coach of the Brenham Cubs, hopping on with us. We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, my predictions for week two of the Texas high school football season. But first, let's hear from our friends. 
Takis is the presenting sponsor of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award, spotlighting influential kids looking to pursue a career focused on the social, environmental, and economic well-being of our future. Be sure to check out this week's Spotlight Game of the Week, where we'll be spotlighting two Sustainability Champions Award winners. Thank you to Takis for your support of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has partnered with the North Texas Honda Dealers to honor community helpers from across North Texas. Texas is fortunate to have so many great individuals that give back to their community in so many different ways. Thanks to the support of the helpful North Texas Honda Dealers, we have an opportunity to shine a light on a few very deserving individuals. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Helpful Honda Community Helper Award, and thank you for being helpful in your community. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Pickle, week two of the Texas high school football season is upon us. Kicks off in just a couple of hours. Let's make some picks. Here's my predictions for week two of the Texas high school football season here on Texas Football Today. After a sizzling week one, let's get ready for week two of the Texas high school football season. These are the picks. Welcome into the picks, your guide to the Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and after a blistering hot season opening week of the 2023 Texas high school football season, we are off and running. What a week one it was. Uh, upsets around the around the state. You had thrillers, overtime games. You had a 3 nothing game. It was a wild opening salvo to the 2023 campaign, and the great news is that we're only getting started. Another giant slate of games everywhere you look across the state of Texas. We're going to cover the biggest ones here. We're going to start in Central Texas. 7 o'clock Friday night at Cougar Stadium in China Spring. How about a number one versus number one matchup as the number one Melissa Cardinals out of 5A Division 2 take on the number one China Spring Cougars out of 4A Division 1. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, a true quarterback duel. So, for Melissa, last week's win over Argyle was wildly impressive. Everything they did, they did really well, and especially offensively. They ran the ball very well with running back Nathan Odojokun. I think he's going to be the real star of the show. But I think their quarterback, Trevor Ham, is a real unsung hero in this one. They didn't ask him to do a ton last week, but he's been very efficient. He's coming off of a 3,000-yard passing campaign last season. He looks ready to take that step an absolute command of this offense. On the other side for China Spring, you know who it is. It's Cash McCollum back after guiding the Cougars to a state championship. Uh, and I, what I think is so amazing is how much he's grown. When he was a sophomore at Wimberley, he looked pretty darn good. Last year, he clearly took a step in his development. And right now, the early returns are that he's taking another one of those steps. He could be one of the very best quarterbacks in the state by the time it's all said and done. This is a big time showdown, number one versus number one, and you're going to need QB1 to step up. So which of these quarterbacks handles the moment better. 
Key number two, Melissa's Trench Advantage. So this is a China Spring team that does have some of their stars back, but loses a lot of the worker bees, loses a lot of the nuts and bolts of their team, and that includes in the trenches, where they're in a bit of a reload period. Now, they've got guys that I really like. I think Caden X-Line is a star up front on the offensive side. Graydon Grimes on the defensive front should be an anchor for them, but make no mistake, this is still piecing things together, figuring out what works. Not the case with Melissa. They are ready. They are ready for prime time. They are ready to contend right now, and they are loaded. Offensively, Owen Hollenbeck leads a very good offensive line that absolutely pounded Argyle last week. And defensively, Nigel Smith is one of the most terrifying edge rushers in the state of Texas, and that is going to be a real challenge for this China Spring team. Melissa, simply by virtue of being a 5A team versus a 4A team, should have a trench advantage. Then when you look at the playmakers they've got on the offensive and defensive lines, the advantage becomes even more stark. China Spring can't get dominated up front or else this game is over before it starts. So can the Cougars mitigate that advantage or will the push up front for Melissa be too much? And key number three, McClendon County Magic. So China Spring is the back-to-back 4A state champs. They won the 4A Division II state championship in 2021. They won the 4A Division I state championship in 2022. Things are good in Cougar country. And one of the reasons why is that they do not lose at home. They are very difficult to beat at Cougar Stadium. They have won 10 straight. They have won 13 of their last 14 at Cougar Stadium. You have to go all the way back to 2020, the regular season finale, with a one-point loss to, I believe, state-ranked Waco Connolly in over time to find the last time that somebody knocked off the Cougars at home. That's the challenge facing Melissa. Go in and break a streak. Go in and do something that almost nobody does, which is walk into Cougar Stadium and come away with a win. So can the home field advantage be an advantage for China Spring? Who am I picking? I'm going with Melissa. I think that Melissa actually goes on the road and gets a win at a very difficult place to play because the offensive balance here is pretty amazing. Week one, I don't want to overstate one result, but what they did against state-ranked Argyle is really impressive. Nathan Odojoku in their running back was fantastic. Trevor Ham was efficient. The offensive line was dominant. And then on the defensive side, they really suffocated that Argyle attack. That's what's going to be the challenge for Cash McCollum and this China Spring offense. They have got to find that balance. They've got to find a way to be versatile and do a lot of different things. They're certainly capable of doing it. I think there's an argument that Cash McCollum is the most talented player on the field in this game, but it's going to take a lot from the China Spring offensive and defensive lines to hold up against these bigger and physical Melissa fronts. I think this game has an opportunity to be fun into the fourth quarter, but I think Melissa pulls away. I think the Cardinals get a win. Let's go to Houston, 7 o'clock Friday night at Turner Stadium in Humble. It is a top 10 6A clash between the Atascacita Eagles and the Katy Tigers. Katy coming off of their week one win over Clear Springs, where for the first three quarters, they looked very Katy, Trey Katy. Very, very much like the Tigers are used to looking. They ran the ball exceptionally well with Romel Jordan, their new bell cow running back. They threw the ball pretty efficiently, and their defense was terrific. It was all good. The fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, and then I don't know if they were ever going to lose that game, but got a little dicey in part because the secondary kind of got exposed by this Clear Springs passing attack. And that could be problematic going up against an Atascacita offense that is loaded. 
Loaded, loaded, loaded. Quarterback Zion Brown, wide receiver Jelani Watkins, superstar hammer running back Tory Blaylock. This team has a lot of different ways to beat you, and the KD defense is going to need to be ready. I think a lot of this game comes down to Gunnar Nelson, the new KD quarterback, who is very efficient in their win over Clear Springs. He's got to hit a couple of big plays to loosen up this Atascocita defense, and then it's on the Atascocita defense to prove that they have a championship caliber defense. Now, Atascocita has never beaten KD. Never, zero times. But I think they do it this week. I think the Eagles get a win over Katie. Let's go to the small school. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Tiger Stadium in Centerville. It's a top 10 clash in the 2A ranks as the Centerville Tigers take on the Crawford Pirates. And if you love wide open, air it out, spread offense, firework factory type stuff, just hitting home run after home run, do not go to this game. This game is two teams that want to take sledgehammers to one another and see which one breaks. Uh, these are two very physical, hard-charging running teams, and they're going to line it up for our amusement on Friday night, and it's going to be a lot of fun if you're into that kind of thing. Centerville is a run-game defense team. They're going to give the ball to guys like Andrew Newman and Terrell Brooks, and they're going to grind it on the ground and lean on what has been a fantastic defense. Crawford is going to do the same thing. Turn to guys like Brady Ward and line it up and pound you and pound you and pound you and then play great defense. A lot of this game is going to be come down to who can hold up defensively for, for 48 minutes. That's the real question because these are two very physical ball clubs that pride themselves on being the toughest, the most physical. This game is going to be low scoring. I think if this game were to get, in, if one of these teams were to get in the 30s, I'd be pretty shocked. I think this game is going to be low scoring, hard hitting, a lot of old school pugilistic football, right? It's the good, the good stuff. I think Centerville comes away with a narrow win. And let's go up to the Panhandle, 7 o'clock Friday night at EL Sam Bass Stadium in Stratford. It is a top 10 2A clash between the Stratford Elks and the Sunray Bobcats. And it is now my pleasure to introduce you to one of my very favorite players in the state, Sunray quarterback Armando Luan. Maybe you haven't heard of him, but this kid is awesome. He was the state's leading passer last year, threw for nearly 4,500 yards, and he is in his bag. He's been fantastic, got a number of big time weapons on the outside like Damian Barragon. This team is really fun to watch offensively. Last week, they beat a team from Oklahoma. He threw for like 388 yards and four touchdowns. This kid's a machine. This offense is a machine. They're a lot of fun. Now they got to go on the road to a top 10 Stratford team and prove that they're a contender. Prove that they're not just a fun team. They're a great team because this Stratford team is a great team. Plain and simple. Coming off of a shutout win over Spearman last week. Their defense was fantastic. They have a player that I love. Bryce Braden, who's their quarterback slash linebacker. This kid is unfair for the 2A level. He is a lot of fun to watch. So if you love individual stars, you will love this matchup. A lot a lot of this game is like a referendum on Sunray. There's a team we like. It's a, it's, it's, I've joked that it's everyone's second favorite team because they're just so much fun to watch. But now they need to take that step towards being a contender and being a team that can make stops defensively, that can uh, grind it out if they need to, that can win tough games on the road against statewide contenders like, like Stratford. This is a real moment for Sunray. I think Stratford's got to be your favorite, especially at home. I think the Elks come away with a win. But those are far from the only big games in week two of the Texas high school football season. Let's get to the lightning round. 
playing for what feels like the millionth time in the last three years. I like Grandview to beat Malakoff, give me hooks to stay hot with a win over Cooper, and I'm going to go with Alito over Denton Geyer. I like Madisonville over Navasota, El Paso, Pebble Hills beats El Paso Del Valle, and I think South Oak Cliff bounces back with a win over Lancaster. I like WOS over LCM, that's West Orange Stark over Little Cypress Mauriceville. I'm going to go to Johnson City to take down Thrall and give me Lovejoy to get a win over Argyle. Battle of two teams that looked really good in week one. I like Katie Tompkins to get by Bridgeland. Give me Midland Legacy to beat Amarillo Tascosa and Canadian beats Bushland. Give me Wink over Ozona. Troop takes down Price Carlisle and is Louisville about to walk into Highlander Stadium and beat Highland Park? I think so. I'm going with Lyford over LaVia. Did you guys see what San Antonio Wagner did last week? Woof. I think they beat Dripping Springs. And give me Wimberley to beat San Antonio Piper. I'm going with Agua Dolce over Freer. Give me Gainesville over Vernon. And it's the Crosstown Showdown in the big country. I like Abilene over Abilene Cooper. Sybil of Steel stays hot with a win over Lake Travis. Jim Ned stays hot with a win over Holiday. And I like Brenham to get by Belton. Give me Edna over Bay City. I like Corpus Christi Miller to take down El Campo. And Wall beats Cisco. Give me Mason over Brady. Texas High gets a win over Colleyville Heritage to move to 2-0. And in a matchup of East Texas teams in desperate need of a bounce back, I like Gilmer over Kilgore. A rivalry renewed. I like Longview over Marshall. Newton finally starts their season. They beat Woodville and the Woodlands takes down Houston Lamar. Give me Spring Westfield over Fort Bend Hightower. Tenaha over San Augustine and Mission Veterans Memorial beats McAllen Memorial. I like Cuero to beat Geronimo Navarro. PSJA North stays hot with a win over Los Fresnos and Killeen Harker Heights beats Smithson Valley. I like Panhandle to beat Friona. Waco Conley in a very close one over Waco La Vega. And give me Cameron Yo over Yoakum. Pottsboro takes Takes down Callisbergen in our six-man game of the week. Really excited about this one. I think Klondike stays hot with a win over Jayton. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week two of the Texas high school football season. We'll see you. Man, I've been saying that every day. Picks my high school football predictions for week two of the Texas high football season. It's always funny whenever, like, we play that and, like, I haven't shaved then. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, whenever you cut from that to this, it's like, oh, zap. Zap. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, there's the picks, my high school football predictions for week two of the Texas high school football season. As always, I guarantee I got at least one of those right. You can find those on our YouTube page and on texasfootball.com. Speaking of texasfootball.com, let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Am I supposed to talk about texasfootball.com? I, I can talk know. to you about... You, you can see your work on texasfootball.com. You can. Um, coming up at 2 o'clock today, WTF... Yeah, you can. Um, Women Talking Football, we're breaking down Panhandle and South Plains. We're going to be joined by Faith Douglas from KLBK. Um, And, yeah, we're going to talk some West Texas ball. So come join us. And you guys are going to announce your spotlight games for Texas football tonight, correct? That is big. Yeah. Yeah, we have our spotlight games coming out on Women Talking Football coming up um, in about an hour. So join us there and see the incredible slate of games we're going to be diving into on Texas football tonight. tomorrow dave campbell's women talking football coming up a little bit later today and dave campbell's texas football tonight coming up tomorrow all of it's confusing that's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbell's 
Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Danny Youngs of Brenham for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy, which Republic of Football moves again. They move everything. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football. At least put it back. Mm-hmm.